0: tell you something I can tell you now I will not give in Don't give up I would say to anybody that's wearing an artificial leg or a hand whatever do not give in to it Hello
1: I'm Richard Ryder and you're listening to My Driving Force a podcast from the Disabled Drivers Association about what drives people to reach their full goals and achieve their full potential in life Over the next six podcasts, I will be talking to DDAI members and friends about what their driving force in life is. In this episode, I'm talking to Martin Morn, a DDAI board member, among other accomplishments. Martin is a native of Clare Galway, but he now lives in Lockray County, Galway. Martin lost his leg on the family farm when he was just two years, eight months old. Martin describes himself as an outgoing person and says he has a positive approach to life, despite his difficulties. He says he has a good life despite all the suffering. So, hello, Martin. You're very welcome to the podcast and thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to talk to me, Martin. In my, in my introduction there, Martin, I mentioned you were born in Clare Galway and you're now living in Loch Ray. I suppose a lot has happened in your life between then and now. So uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself growing up in Clare Galway, your early
0: childhood days, school studies and all that kind of thing? Of course I can. Of course Galway. My name is Martin, of course. You've introduced me there, and that's Grant. Uh, yeah, born and reared in Clare Galway, little country uh, village outside Galway, about some miles outside Galway. My father was farming, and his father before me, and uh, he had started off life. He, he, had, he had now four and family out of eight of us, and I was the middle there. And uh, mm-hmm. it was the harvest time of the year, and uh, I being the age I was, two, two years and eight months or nine months, whatever, so suppose I was always the youngest or in between. There's somebody spied. They, they used to say, "Martin is very spied." How come? You know, and my mother would put in to say, "You know, he's not spied. He's only loved." That's all you'll be told. But anyhow, <laughs> it was harvest time of the year, and and in these in them times, it was a thing called you being cold. Neighbors would gather and workers, and they'd do each farmer land in the corn, or picking the corn and putting the corn. And uh, we had a, a machine called the Reaper and Binder. It bound the corn, it tied it, and it threw it out in, in little stacks. And uh, it was four horses, no tractors that time at all. What, do, how long, uh, what, what year are we talking now? Uh, just to give people like, a kind of it's a. All about 19, it's all about 1951. Right, a while ago. Oh, it's about a while ago now. A man like me that was turned 74 and happy to be around, you know, and lucky to be around. Absolutely. The workers came and had their dinner in the farmhouse and then uh, went back to work. It was just the middle of kind of a day, a mixed day. And my oldest brother, which would be, I suppose, five at the time, he went followed on with water, tons of water for the workers. And I uh, thought I found a way to follow him out through the nits of the gates, where the nits were stopping the hens going into the garden. But I had to go two fields up to find me father and the workers and me father amazed man he was to find me coming into the field. Where those machinery and horses, uh, he put me in the corner of the field uh, with a long wooden toolbox. That was the toolbox those times with the long wooden. And he put me sitting on the leg each side in the corner where the machine couldn't get to me. Nothing was tried, but lo behold, as, as work went on, they were cutting the corners of the field, and they came around towards my side of the field. And strangely enough, two out of the four horses spotted me. The other two didn't, and they pulled either way two and two, which means they swung the machine and it caught the box that I was sitting on. You wouldn't get the machine into the corner otherwise, or there was something like that happened, but it was a freak accident. It caught the box and it caught me and it threw me and it it uh, I lost my leg both six, seven inches below the knee, the left leg. The, the fingers of the machine went through the box and I almost lost the right one. My God. So... Antimonium sat in, and, and uh, it was frightening. and Everybody trying to do everything, and no one to get anything done. But anyhow, uh, luck was on my side that day, because the Clare River goes out to the Corp, where I live in Clare Galway. And there was a man fishing there at that river that day, and he had a motor car, which were very few at the time. He happened to be a doctor, an orthopedic doctor. That's unbelievable.
1: That's unbelievable. Just reverse that. Yeah. A doctor fishing. There was an yeah. orthopedic doctor when this yeah. all took place. My God, wow. Yeah. The, the chances of and, that. And, what a stroke having, of luck.
0: How many car. Well, yeah, look, was on my side. I wouldn't, she wouldn't be here today. No, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, he was a, He he came to the scene and he looked for neckties. Strangely enough, uh, panicked to look for a necktie. There was only one when well, my father got married in, I think, or someone belonged to him. So he took socks off them and he took the sleeves off their shirts and with the binder trying to bound the cord and tied it, he made what you call sugon ropes, little ropes with a with cord, and he tied each leg separate above the knee and he handed the left leg to what was, what was there of it to my father to carry and the worker carried me to his car, which is two fields down and it had seven miles of a journey into the regional hospital in Now that is what saved me life because it have bled to death otherwise. Wow. My God. So there I was for nearly three and a half months. And I, I, I understand hopping around in one leg when I started getting good, I was a nuisance in every world, not just the world <laughs> I was in. But uh, everybody got to like me because nobody ever saw anyone at that time with one leg.
1: At that age so, as well. Yeah. You're only a little gossip, like, so you were only tiny. Oh, that's why was only a couple feet high, sure.
0: And do you remember it, um, Martin, just a like- oh, little bits of it? But uh, yeah, the little bits I remember, uh, it, it's been the worker that was there where he stayed was three years afterwards. He kept reminding me of how this happened okay. and uh, what did happen. And yeah. kind of flatness come back to me. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of it, but uh, I wouldn't remember a lot of it. Sure. Either, no. Yeah, yeah. Tra- trauma, so I suppose, it, you know. Was- oh, trauma, trauma. And, and then it came to the stage, of course, there was a coming home after three months and there was a lot of excitement. Uh, with the three, three that was at home, and it was four of us that time, excitement to, to see this lad coming home with, with the one leg, what's going to be done. But I didn't realize it until I was brought home. I came home to a wall of silence, complete silence, and uh, I felt very down and out, and uh, I broke down a lot because I thought there'd be, I thought there'd be partition for me. You know, you'd be thinking, yeah. you'd be stuck the excitement, to be turning up.
1: And when you, say a, wall of sil- the, when you yeah. say a wall of silence, sorry to interrupt you there, we when you say a wall of silence, what, what, explain what you mean by that. Like, was people didn't want to talk well, I, about I, it, was yeah,
0: it? Or? I'm about to do that. And yeah, well, well, what happened was my father and mother had called them aside and he sat them all down and he said, I don't want you to ask any questions as to uh, what happened to Martin. Okay. He's coming home with only one leg. I want you to look after him, keep an eye on him, watch where he goes and what he does, and let's all do the best we can for him.
1: Yeah. They were only and, trying to protect you, uh, I suppose.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it was at the time. Because the biggest thing at the time was there was no such thing as a, a counsellor in any any form. No, there wouldn't maybe. have been.
1: There wouldn't have been those days, no.
0: no. But you're, if you are the doctor or your parish priest or the guard would come to see how are you, yeah. so they were the people that spoke to me father and mother. Yes. And uh, me father and mother, they were the counsellors for me. You know, this kind of a thing. Sure. For the rest of the family. Like, I know myself, but from that day on, my three siblings in particular out of four, uh, they suffered more than me. I was getting the attention this day, yeah. they weren't right, but uh, I had to struggle on through that before we got a there was no the prosthetic legs that time, they called them artificial legs, and uh, those it's only a straight with straight uh stump, with a straight leg down to the ground, no foot on a round. Uh, oh, old. oh, like a peg, like a, oh yeah, like, um, yeah, like a peg, like yeah. long jump, whatever you call yeah, yeah. it, something like that, yeah. Wow. And, uh, that was one of the first things I got, and I couldn't walk on it because I was falling. and I was ever, Of course, yeah. Of course, I had to learn, I was only after learning how to walk the year before, so I had to learn how to walk again.
1: That was your first time to learn to walk, we'll talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, and so my mother got tired of this and, uh, she, you know, I suppose it, it wasn't the tiredness, it was the tension she was giving me. I mean, We had a lot of pigs that time, and we had hens and ducks, and we had uh, pits of potatoes uh, and things that she had to go to get food. Everything was, all our food was out off the land that time cabbage and the tulips and everything. Mm. So she had to do it, but she decided she carried me around her hip until I was nearly seven. My God. Oh, I had got legs in between, uh, procedural legs, because they had to be extension. I was grown and grown and grown. Yes. Oh, so when I came to seven or eight, that was I probably got a foot on the top. But and when I came to ten, they gave me a bend to the knee. But that was so
1: must it, have been life changing, wasn't it? Her kind
0: of oh, completely life changing because I had, I had a lot of suffering with the, with the bit of a leg I had up to the thigh, and that's where the leg was going was a belt around my waist hmm. at trying to walk on this, where I wasn't old enough, and yet hadn't reached the stage where I'd need um, skin grass. Yes. A lot, a lot of them, and there wasn't many places to take uh, skin gas from, because the right leg wasn't great. There were nursing that one. So it was from a rear end, a lot of it was taken. Okay. So I, I say nowadays, a lot, that's where a lot of the rashes were taken out. <laughs> but uh, I would never, ever forget that pain of uh grass. Yeah. The worst the of worst, the worst. Wow. We got through that to 11 and 12, 13, going to school, of course, I had to go to school. And uh, I remember, I do remember spots on the first day of going to school. Uh, every day morning I went to school at every lunch hour, where we ate our lunch, I had an audience with the same questions being asked from the same people or more, or the same question it gave to some other one as to what happened, how it happened. And hey, I, you I were different. You it. were
1: different, I suppose, you know, you stood out from well, all I the rest of I was like, them.
0: different and, and I was there to be looked at. And, yeah. and uh, the, the, um, the, the, the girls were. It was separate at that time. The girls were on the bicycle, but they were side by side. But the girls were coming over the fence. Then time I looked this lad as well, and I, I, I did audience every day. And, uh, right. There was of I, hurling and football <laughs> going on that I wasn't. I wasn't allowed. No. Oh, no, I wasn't allowed. So that I was able to try and not, I wasn't allowed. But uh, I had to go through that, and then I suppose down the road, I was able to talk to a doctor, a local doctor, we have about. There was a mental strain, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Mentally affected as well. And yeah.
1: And of course, mental health wasn't an ish, well, it wasn't kind of
0: recognized back in the 50s no, or whatever. All,
1: it wasn't called that anyway. It was called, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it wasn't called that.
0: Yeah, mother would be telling me, and, and my oldest brother and sister in particular, they'd be telling me much the same things every day, what I should do and shouldn't do. There was nothing new. Sure. Right, the yeah. new. Or, yeah. But uh, I just just no, going back no. going
1: back to school there. Sorry, um, I I read there somewhere that um, in in order to get to school, you had to cycle eight miles every day on a on a bike. That
0: no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, that was national school. I was brought on the barrel of a bike to national school. That's oh. when I went to secondary school in Galway and Father Griffin Road, the Technical College. That's what it is nowadays, it was a, a secondary school that time, mm. and. Uh, um, that's where my father he stopped the left pedal of the bike to uh, to leave my prosthesis on it, and I cycled with the right leg. God,
1: you must have a very strong right leg. <laughs> you well, must have built it I, up. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, I know from years of experience and talking to people, disabled people, that uh, where you lose a strength in some part of the body, you gain somewhere else, and that's what happened, really. Yeah. You just, uh, I, I was very positive. I, I wanted to do something. I, I, I'm determined to do it. Yes. I wanted to play hurling. I played hurling. I played hurling full forward with the Tech and goal. I won a colleges' middle. And uh, of course, in saying that, been cycling with the one leg into the Tech, the pitch was up the road from it. I used my Pacific leg, the straight leg at that time, with was a little bend, I was starting to bend it and things like that. I used it as a second hurling. And God help the lad that was on me, he was suffering too, because I used it in the second order. He <laughs> could move a cake. <laughs> I was uh, a pup. They used to call me a pup. And you got away with a bin that time because Poor. you were disabled. Yeah, yeah. Very good.
1: I can just picture, I'm picturing you now doing that. That's what I'm laughing at. I'm <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I Giving a fellow a belt <laughs> with the leg.
0: <laughs> well, uh, well, all we did, did was, well, it was, a, there, was no, there was no lead no leaders that time. 10 right. years. Okay. No, no, it was a group search that did. You got past your group search and you did all the the you met work, maths, the whole job. Oh,
1: uh, you yeah. like a trade or something. So that was around 16, was it?
0: Yeah, it was around that age. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So from there, then I got a job from one of the teachers, got to Mindy Gibson, a lovely man. He found a job in a local garage, but the one's a storekeeper. And he mm-hmm. taught me, but well, this will suit this fella. Mm-hmm. he in the store and he made in the store. All the past, there was 30 people on the floor. And he got me this job. I remember after two years in, in in the job, you had to do five years apprenticeship that time for all kinds of things. They were giving me a chance on the floor as well in the reception, as become mechanic and get to know. Him. But I remember they're looking for my group cert. Yeah. So I hadn't collected. I never collected my group search at all. Oh. Well, so like, I, I I wandered off on this day with me father. And we went back to the taking gala. And some of the teachers had passed on at this stage. They were, you know, they were a good age when I was leaving. Or they had left the whatever. But I remember a particular man out went into and he said, that's not an issue. He said, He sat me down and he said, we uh, we start with the maths and we start with, and whatever I he said to me now, um, you don't know how you got on. I don't know where those fives are gone now, he said to me, but anyhow we said we put you down for eighty percent in that <laughs> We put you down for seventy. Oh, uh, stop! So, <laughs> did, did he? And we did. All, we did the whole group search. Yeah, Um oh. on 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 his man. In between, he <laughs> helped me how to tell the lie and, oh, and his merit, he handed me out to. My God, that, that's incredible! Thank you. Yeah. That's a wonderful story. Of course, of course, it looked very well when I brought. Oh out yeah, he would have got given me a up. job. Oh no, there were. In fact, the manager I'll never forget him. It was it was Blaney. Kevin yeah. Blaney, he's still alive. Yeah. In his midly nineties now.
1: Yeah.
0: He, and uh he, uh he said to me, Should we you, you, just call a dupe should be in moving not moving on with this kind of effort. Play you? He said, you did might, eh? Uh
1: yeah. So you I have said, to give a lot of thank said, to that you have a lot to thank to that teacher,
0: that man. Uh, well, well think, I think, I think I'm asked. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, uh, yeah, I went to the motor trade then and I spent a... Uh, I suppose I spent uh five or six years first. I finished that and with the bit of mechanic and I got an offer. I used to love singing. I love singing going after old hops and dances and in the thing in car, and they'd be not of that they'd bring me. And uh, these good screw broke and they were within twenty miles of me there, they started a band. They started a relief band for the big bands. This is the and show band the first, era, is it? This is in the show, show band. band era. We've yeah. been doing the first hour and a half. Okay. And we'd be singing everybody's songs because we had one of our own, the Red so, River Valley Boys. Uh, is that what they were that's, called? That's right. They're from Cheltenham Bridge, yeah, in County Galway. Yeah. yeah, some look more and more old family, really. And uh, we had some great musicians. Stuff. Well, we're the best of musicians. Mother bands then it was Jane Lupton was mad to get playing. Yeah, an hour and a half for the big band because you get in to play. They they get in to play with the best of stuff, the best of speakers.
1: Yeah,
0: and you and you get in free.
1: Ah, you know? right. Yeah, yeah, of course. So,
0: 15 or 20 euro between the five or six of us at that time. <laughs> Brilliant. Was really funny. I was the only one then that started drinking. The rest of them never tried. Okay. And you'll often have a lot more spins in, in, before you went playing, before you got paid at all. You'll never before you went at all. Exactly. But in saying that, there was a great start to life for me to get a, put in a suit, put up in center stage, do most of the singing, and to have an audience to come around you when the big band was finished at 12 or 1 o'clock looking for your autograph. My God, on my and taking photographs
1: and screaming women, yeah. I suppose.
0: I was already, I was now <laughs> in into the big life. I thought, and I was only in uh, a relief band. What
1: age were you then, just to put a put an age? I be I mean,
0: coming up on the twenty,
1: right? Okay, 20. yeah. And how but was the I, how was the leg I, I, I then? I, I, I and what a leg, you know. And and come here, Martin. The leg then was starting to. I suppose you were getting used to it, and it was just part of you and. Oh, the learned, prosthesis I, I, had come on, and were—it was a bend in it, and, and I suppose that didn't really hold you back.
0: Yeah, I, I, there, there, was the last, I, there was an awful lot of, I was, I was very jealous of things I couldn't do, like glancing with a you or doing all time walks. Yeah. Uh, you, we all can do the slow one, the one you can whisper in the ear, we all can do that.
1: Yeah.
0: But then I learned how to jive, and I could jive, <laughs> oh, I still can jive whenever I anyway. get Never. standing again. But uh, that, that was a great part of life, really. Mm. Uh, I got myself a, a new mini, not a new, a mini minor car. And uh, those times, you had a suit when you got to, to go on stage, but you were always well-dressed, coming. And I remember Dun stores had to come out, and you that's the only place you'd buy a shirt that'd be hanging. You bought a shirt and anywhere else, you'd be in a box, that'd be ironed by your mother or something. But if you would into Dunn's, you'd buy it off the rail hanging, you could put it on in the car. Right. You'd, you'd look yeah, it was ready to
1: your, go. It was ready to go, yeah. And um, okay. so that was when you were around twenty, and you were saying just to mention. I want to pick up on that the the, the whole car thing because with a disability back then, I mean, you, you know, what about how did the car? Did it have to be automatic, or what was the?
0: No, i I only learned. I only bought a, a, an automatic car twelve years ago. I I drove a manual car all my life. Oh
1: my!
0: I learned how to drive in an old car. That a neighbor and friend of mine, a schoolmate. That he had it home in the yard and up in the field. I learned how to drive and use the clutch. Because people find it often hard to understand when you... I could always, and I can do today with less leg again. If you ask me this minute to move my five toes, I can move them. Oh. Because it's, it's psychological, you yeah. see. It's from brain. And that I could use a manual clutch all my life perfectly. Mike, that's unbelievable. And uh, only twelve years ago I bought an automatic, and I, I was wondering where did I go wrong that I an automatic all my life.
1: Yeah, I'd say it was a
0: change. Only, that we, we, the only car to have, and we we'll run We we we'll, we'll all have them now.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. With, the, with the automatic, we're well, sorry. With the electric and the hybrid, they're yeah. all they're yeah. all automatic. And uh, did you get it? Did you did you get a grant or anything to help you buy the car through the scheme? No,
0: no, not, not in any of stages. No, 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 no. right. Parking card was the first thing that came out, and that's about almost oh, fifty years ago. Yeah, and you, you know? got you got the card. I mean, the I'd be one. Of, I'd be one of the oldest and disabled drivers. So parking permit. Park. Yeah, you're probably
1: zero zero three or parking something park. is your number. But, but um, um,
0: people people will still, and we, we do have our, our of course we have our DIA, DIA meetings, and, and then I'm involved with P I I Physical Impaired Ireland uh, in Britain. Yeah,
1: and, you
0: know any questions to be asked about your parking permit or your primary grant? Or ring Martin Morden, he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> That's what people say. You know? <laughs> so well, I have a good idea as well. I have a good idea as well. Of course I so, would.
1: we we'll move up then, to you you went to Dublin then and you got a job in Dublin. Yeah,
0: I, I, was, I was playing in the band or the weekends, of course. It was the Friday and Thursday and Saturdays, most, Thursday and Fridays mostly. And then you get an odd parish dance that I'm being that type of band. But then I, I, I was getting fed up with the motor trade. I thought that I had a car now, and you might move on somewhere else. So I applied for a job. I saw ads for jobs for security, and I thought this would be sitting at a desk now, showing sure, up at a camera or something. But anyhow, I got a job in St. Anne's Hospital in Dublin, so it's in Burlington Road, gone now. With an old folks home. That's what it was, really. And I got a night porter there four days a week, four nights a week. But I remember my application the job and your man the, the size and the looks and the building this man was great but he never asked me if i had two legs i never told him either <laughs> because if i told him i wouldn't get the job no you would not get the job that time you like, a handicap at all you would you would get big excuse right away Discriminated. they would have been discriminated against yeah well yeah and that's great well but i stayed there for two years and left it and I enjoyed it and it was only four days and I was home again and I was doing the bit of playing in the band and I was earning plenty of money and I was spending and gambling and I was doing everything I shouldn't be doing but <laughs> I had a good life mm. I had a good life then You had devices. So I a few devices I came back and got married in 73 and uh, to a lovely lady which has deceased 25-27 years now married a lady and uh, moved to Loch Ray and I got back into the motor trade again in P and which is excellent. Oh, they had right. garages, uh, garages that time, and there were we were doing the repair work, car repairs, and all the yeah, they did all their own car repairs that time. Okay. The cost of your car was taken in and turned up when you got a car where it was in, and you when you you twenty five euro and you drove out your insurance coverage. Or so <laughs> it was a great scheme with P at that time, and they were the cheapest in Ireland for insurance that time. Hey. But, uh, they, had bit, they had a bit of difficulty catching up to do the, the long last cars in. Uh, well, I suppose to suit some stuff. he wanted to get one <laughs> that, that on then. And come here, then then you
1: ran a pub. pub. You you ran a pub, then did you?
0: Yeah, I I moved there. Then I got a job to uh, run a pub when first I was working, and then I got the job of uh, taking it over to run it from this man. Where was that? 13, 13, uh, in
1: Okay,
0: I've been thirteen and a half years of that. Right, a lot of walking inside a counter, but a lot of. Uh, I don't miss the work at all. Yeah. The late nights the and yeah all the late nights and the after hours and then i moved into an apartment over there
1: oh, oh god
0: i don't need to go up the stairs to go to bed and you know yeah 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 but uh it was another great stretch in life i got out of that then i was to lose my wife at 42 years of age oh
1: sorry to hear that
0: yeah and through the pancreas part today's notice oh god then uh the ladies with me here today i met her along the way a great old friend yeah. and uh
1: isn't that great uh, to be able to have a second chance?
0: Well, I, I it, it didn't go work out that way. I met another girl after my wife died, and a, a lovely girl to two, uh, parents and clear natives. And I was to go to America, we were to get engaged in that. We had plans ahead, and I got a phone call one morning uh, from my solicitor to say that a lawyer in America, and that's what they call them over there. Of course, all them solicitors, he said, I want you to come up, I need a chat with you. And he mm-hmm tragically has hit that lady or with uh, well, This was in February. We, I was to go over in March. This is in February. Hmm. And sadly, uh, he said, he got killed <sighs> on her father, set for her father mother in a chopper, her own chopper. <sighs> I didn't know anything about the own chopper. I had no yeah. right. And uh, I was to be called three weeks later yeah. to tell me that we, I had no claim whatsoever I was engaged or some deeper connection. Yeah. That uh, I would have inheritance because they had nobody to leave Elton to, oh. and they were millionaires. Oh. I didn't know I Didn't know anyway, Yeah, yeah. But thanks to God, in one sense, because I don't know where I'd be today. Exactly. Be to you. Maybe not. Oh. Yeah,
1: probably not. Probably well, well, that not.
0: was happening between, and then I met this girl, and I said to you, hey, "We're happy here today, and said, we have a daughter." Of course, for my first wife, I have a son, uh, forty-two, and a daughter, forty-eight. Mm. Right. It's and like, as my doctor often says to me, he said, Martin, God, you've got a great one out of life, didn't you? You, know? you surely you know, did. And they, keep, they kept you busy while you were growing they up. Kept, and they, they, they kept me going and kept me busy. And they, were, they have two great jobs and everything. My, my daughter is well up in LV, but She's 30 years there. And my son is another, and well up on his job. And PIM engineering in Galway, he's doing well.
1: Fantastic. And Isn't that great? Oh, They're all out the mind. gap. They're all out the gap, as they say. Out
0: the gap. And, and, this one here is coming and going with a clearer man as it <laughs> happens in the That's same business engineer and up. And so. come here, so, Martin, have you any regrets in life? Would you have any regrets? I, I, I have. Right, I, I have. Going, going back to the time of, of school, my father and mother, they couldn't afford to send me to college, but I, I should have gone further on in school. Okay. So that I should have been at a desk to there while well, years gone by. I should have sought a better job. Hmm. It didn't come into the, the equation at that time that, you know, standing up or walking to the suit this man, let's get him something. Or let's send him to college. And they found the mother could afford it that time. There's very few people that send their kids to. If you were going to college, time, were you either going to be a priest or a doctor or a solicitor or something?
1: Yeah, in the professions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: where you'd be going. Hmm. So, uh, the likes of that, I, I, I have a request. I, I, I have no regrets for not having to do the things I wasn't able to do, like the dancing and the hurling and all this thing. But sure, I did everything else. You did? Yeah, didn't you didn't let it
1: hold you back? That's that is for sure. That is one hundred percent
0: for sure. I came to a stage then, then in in my like some years. That's so many years by that phantom pain I suffered torture Explain
1: to me life. about that. What's that phantom pain now?
0: Phantom pain is a pain you get on a limb you haven't got. It's a mental strain. My God, yeah. And I used to get it on my left leg if I hadn't got. I hadn't got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah very hard to clear that. It's like you saying to me, story of five toes, I can do it. Hmm. And and people find it awful hard to, to, to imagine that.
1: that. Yeah, you can't get your head around there's It's very hard lot
0: to get it. There's, there's an awful lot of people in, in this world, don't mind this, you know, this small Ireland we have or wherever, Dublin, hmm. they're phantom pain and they don't know. They either don't want to know about it or they suffer with it. You've be rubbing and rubbing the other leg and rubbing around the bit of a leg you have. This pain, this pain would go the way it came. It was waking me at night between three o'clock and five every night of the week up to four years ago, right? And mm-hmm. I was at an embrace meeting in Port Leash. And a lady, and embraced embraced there, Norma Lone, and a lady that works with them, they said to me, There's a course starting in Galway with the University College in Galway. They're doing a research, they're from Switzerland, they're doing a research on phantom pain. You would go forward for it? So, those two of us we did. And I was the first one and I did it. There's an awful lot of people, as I say, all over the world, but they won't come forward, they won't go through this. What happens in this case, and I won't I put it here. Yeah.
1: They yeah.
0: so where you want to screen, television screen. You wear it onto your leg. Yeah. And the other and they put a leg on it on the screen. Oh and then there, ask you to move your left toe, your right toe, shove your ankle, bend your knee.
1: Yeah.
0: And you can do all this on the screen. Hmm. You see, you're doing this yourself as if it is your leg. It's only oh, 15 weeks of a course of this uh, two to four hours a day in the college in Gorda. And this was in the middle of, of the, the COVID. That's,
1: that's intensive, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, and you, you'd be to drive home uh, 20 mile off the road. I used to be wrecked yeah. from off the road. The strain of it and the pressure was...
1: Mental strain, on yeah.
0: The 14th, on the 13th of February 2021 was my last day. I have no phantom pains. So. Yeah.
1: but oh, Fantastic. Isn't that great? That's well, a great, yeah. Well, well done.
0: Gone, gone. Well done. And uh, they're still ring me from Switzerland, Sweden, and and the, the, they may take me back to do further because there's very few people that it left. It, people think it left. You see, it's a mental thing. Right? Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, Sounds people like. think it's gone. It's gone with respect.
1: Yeah, there's no tablet you can take for that. Like, you know, it's not like it's a well, pain thing. Or... You know,
0: the only tablets that I could find from any doctor and anywhere, there should be Dunleary you go over right, anywhere you like, it was Salvadine. Right. Salvadine You to get yeah.
1: oh, Martin, you
0: recently had a, was it your kneecap replaced? Yeah, I come, I've i just come to that. Before I come to that here, yeah. I, I, I this phantom pain that I had that's gone, it wakes me every night all the time. I get out the side of the bed, and I don't want to go out the low I'm a for there, outside the bed, onto my Uh It wakes me, I sit out the side of the bed, waiting for it to come, it doesn't come. Yeah, that's So great. my mind is playing all the time with that Fant- pressure of the phantom pain.
1: Brilliant. That's great. I'm delighted for you now. That that it must be a huge. It
0: doesn't, come, it doesn't come. Weight off your
1: shoulders, I'm sure.
0: Moving on from there, as you said, uh, I had lots of trouble. I, I damaged my kneecap down football when I was a child. And yeah. I pulled the kneecap off and they put it back. But it was never right. Never, ever. And they wouldn't do them with it because of the little knee that was there. I'd only I'd have six inches below it. So I came to a stage there about 15 years ago, the kneecap moved out to the side. It wouldn't come back. Hmm. They asked me to put up with it as long as I was able. But in the last few years I had to give in, but I didn't know. I went for an MRI and an x-rays. The kneecap had cracked inside and it had chipped and I was walking on bone, doing damage. So on the 17th of October last, I had the operation and, and he had to take the knee in the middle of the knee, take it away entirely. Yeah. So I now at this stage I wanted this done and all wood. I want to keep moving on. I I, I don't believe it all in thinking about yesterday. I'm here, as I do say, help anyone I can Yes. I through. Because yes. I would have disabled them, sir. Yeah, amputees. But uh, I got over that, suffered a lot. It was a five hour operation. And I'd always remind anyone that'll be talking to me of the last ten minutes of that operation. I went to sleep, they'd only be half drowsy. From the waist down, yes, it was numb. But when he, when he came with the saw, I, I can still hear it take off that knee. But in saying that it's over, a lot of pain. I'm back in a wheelchair. I have took my first steps last Friday. Week. Last Friday, sorry. I'm on a new prosthetic leg with a hinged knee. Uh, yeah. I'll be walking. It's going to take months and months for me to walk. I, I say it would take three months at least. Uh, I'll be going into a rehab a unit in Merlin Park, Austin, and Gordon, with his doctors and physios, and they will teach me how to walk properly on a prosthetic leg, which never in my life I knew anything about. They weren't around. They knew no such thing. Right. But it's there now. It's a new state of the art, and they will teach you. Because when I, from the time I was young, two years and 18 months, you were given a limb, the millipede, and you're told off you go down. <laughs> and if, if it gets trouble to your back, and which it did in lots of cases, people are got get trouble. The wrong fitting, the wrong size, yeah. the wrong in all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Now those doctors and physios will put you walking properly.
1: Excellent, and, and the best of luck with that, and which uh, are I'm further, imagining. yeah, and your rehab but and I'm learning old. to I, walk.
0: I, I, I'm adamant to walk, but I, I, as I said to you, I have a grandchild now, and he's 11 months, and he's on his knees almost. And I'm getting a reminder every day of which he's going to walk first now. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's 34, he's, he's 70, he, he, he's, he, he's, uh, he's nearly 70 one. Well, good luck with that competition.
1: You'll have to come yeah. back and tell me who wins that one. I'll
0: tell you what I'll <laughs> be doing, Richard, or anyone that wants to see it, I'll be doing a little video. Two. The two, the, two. The two oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I do, yeah. And not two, I, I, two. I, I, two. I, know, I love going to people and children are. Ladies in particular that lose the limb. A lady doesn't have to lose a limb for a man to turn ahead. head. Yeah. But when she does lose something, it's an embarrassment. It's depression. Everything yeah. sets in. I yeah, know. But I, of course. It's, as I said to you, it's a mental strain for me alone every day to get up. You look at your leg. The first thing you do in the morning, the last thing you do at night, and the first thing you do in the morning is you look at your prosthetic leg there against the wall or against the chair or wherever. Hmm. And you're going to ask it. I need you. And you you're going to ask it. You don't ask the good Lord at all. Most of the time. Please carry me around today. Give me the best day. God. That crosses your mind. And that's yeah. a mental thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, and the mother used to say the more in your line to say a prayer, wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> which, uh, that's the way it is. That's, that's the way yeah. we are. But uh, I am adamant good. that I will jive again and dance again. Brilliant. And, and and again. And we look forward
1: to that. And I look forward to I do, it. I do,
0: Because I, 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 I love I, I am for years, especially since I got this opportunity about the phantom pain. I want to give back as much as I can to people that's are disabled and
1: handicapped.
0: Yeah. And I explained to them this, you know, I, I've already been up and running to a lady the last two legs in the next one. Yeah. And uh, she wouldn't put on the legs. She looked, she's, she was behind the window, looking out a window, and I was brought up to her by another lady. Mm. We sat with her for hours, and she cried when I was to explain to her about me. Yeah. And I sat three months later, she invited me three months later. Uh, she got up and walking and I went back and I met this lady with a big round, I always say, a moon smile wow. and she walked with Pritchett and two legs. Fantastic. Jesus, Yeah, that's the good. Must be been a fact. wonderful,
1: exactly. And would you, would, so if, if people were to contact me through um, this podcast and wanted you to, to, to meet yeah. you or say, you wouldn't we'll have, have a problem, no problem with that, okay? Well, look, we'll, no we'll
0: problem in, in we'll, any part. I, I, I we'll guess. put
1: that call out to people, um, Martin, and we'll, we'll we'll I'll say that at the end. And if people want to contact me they'll have well, my some details,
0: of, in, in saying so, that now, Richard, some of Mid um, uh, Midwest Radio and and uh, yeah. Radio, play mm. Radio, we have done lots of talks, and we have that. thrown out there as much as we can. And I like right. to get called every day. Great, uh, and the, you know the funny thing about it is, people. I do meet farmers a lot. Mm-hmm. Got the to lose a leg, he he is he is around, around his waist now, tying the leg together to keep it together. He has it about twenty, thirty years. He can buy a tractor for a hundred thousand, but he won't buy a new leg. <laughs> you know. That's find farmers. that an awful lot. That's find and then they'll bring you up and ask you how you're getting on. <laughs> and when you explain to him why doesn't you get a new leg? <laughs> or, or have the operation I have. I, oh. I had pain for two to three weeks after the operation and it was serious, serious pain. I have no pain today. Pain is gone that I had for fifteen years. though that knee. Well,
1: but it sounds like it, it's been a success. So look, moving oh, on. Yeah. Then we we need to talk to Seamus Reedy, who was my last guest. He asked a question uh, of my next guest, and that's you, obviously. And he wants to know when you faced obstacles in your life, did you find it
0: difficult to ask for help? I found it next to impossible you... because when it came to the stage of Martin, me going to school. We start going to school. There was, this, there was two steps in. There was a step in the front door and a step into the classroom. There's no such thing as a ramp. No. In my time, you had a ramp out in the shed where you walked up on a ramp to pour in the, uh, the food into the pigs and into the cats. That was a ramp. Right. There was no such thing as a ramp going into a house or going into an office. It was steps. Step here or a step at the door or, or a step down. Mm. In some of the older houses, when you did the doors, a step down you did. So I had I had real problems with, with uh, obstacles like that. Yeah. And, and going into pitches, going into concerts, mm. or you're up, you're up there in the back and 17 steps up, yeah. you know, these kind of things. And did you find it so difficult
1: you know, to ask people to, to kind of help you? Yeah. For...
0: You know, everyone would help you. In all fairness, everyone would try to help. I was often lifted and carried by two or three men, lifted yeah. up and lifted to the seat. And yeah. they'd come to you again if you want to go to the loo with yeah. Bring you down the right way, and do, but there is lots and lots of obstacles all the time. Not modern, modernized. At all. No, no, no. no. But we have theaters all the time the same way. And I, I do a lot of concerts and stuff. I'm into country music. Mm-hmm. A lot of places. A lot of uh, uh, we have a lot of hotels with uh, accessible rooms. But then there's a two-inch uh, lift on the showery of winter. Yeah, that's, that's not that's accessible. accessible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What 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 they call accessible and what you call accessible are two different things. You know, I'm sure oh, you've yeah, seen. Course, them. Course. You know,
0: you see, they call accessible rooms
1: the wheelchair can, once it can the wheelchair can win. The yeah, roads. they call it accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had that. And oh, come we're yeah. coming to the end now, and there's a couple of more questions I'd like to ask you. First, I'd like to ask you,
0: what is your driving force in life, Mark? My driving force in life was I. I'd like to find out more from people. When you'll be in a, in a concert, a lounge, or a football match, or a wedding somewhere, where you're in a lovely crowd and the crack is great and everything is good. Uh, I'd like to know from people. You'll go, I go to the loo now one stage, and when I come out, the five and six, there's going to be lads and women and everything. There's silence when you arrive out. Oh. And you know exactly then who they were talking about oh. or what happened to them. I would like to know the feelings of other disabled people about meeting that. I had an issue with that for a long time because I used to give silence myself instead of speaking up. When I come out now and I know, I, I know with the faces and with the silence, I say, you were talking about me, come, come on, on. Yeah. ask me the questions and I'll tell you, it'll be easier on me and easier on yourselves. Right. Uh, I'd like to know from, from disabled people in particular, how they can cope with the likes of that. Okay. or how they can cope. Uh, it is always to go up for a whole new at mass. Uh, the feeling of being noticed that I have a handicap.
1: People are looking at you. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'd like to know. I, I, okay. I'd like to get I it back to you. There. Good okay. backlash on that. Okay, I would, I would. okay.
1: And then finally, I suppose um, you get to ask my next guest a question. Do you have a question in mind that you'd like to ask them?
0: My question would be there, what kind of an outgoing life have they, what way do they look at life ahead? Okay. And can they leave that past behind them matter what way they're handicapped, what handicap they have? Because okay. we handicapped people, we can do a lot more than the able bodied people in our own way. We yeah. can. That's pretty because if there's only leading the office, oh sorry, I have to go, there'll be traffic if I don't go now. And they'll not sit down and wait until traffic goes. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. I'd just like to know that the uh, what yeah. way people look at that, uh, the the out the out. Look in life and to leave uh, the and what they can.
1: That's very good. Okay, so we'll throw that out there to the next next guest. And look, f- thanks a million uh, for joining me on this episode, um Martin. Um well, I'd like good to good wish good. you it's a, a honor, ha- actually. It's a great uh, honor. Good, yeah, no, and, and lovely to have you on. It was a great well, chat before, now. I really enjoyed it.
0: You, sorry, just before you leave me. Yeah. Without Disabled Drivers Association, I would be long lost as a disabled person. And then when I stumbled across uh, Embrace Farm eight years ago. My God, all the people. It they that got me to talk about my accident. All the stuff that was inside of me that I wasn't allowed to talk about myself, mm. that I can talk about it now and I let it all out there. that's therapy
1: in the itself. That was therapy, I but, suppose, for you, was
0: it? Yeah, and we, we, I'm involved in a city on PII, Philly and Fair We yep. deal with all types. We're in a, we a Zoom meeting every Monday night. And we deal with all types dis- of disabled people. All types. it can be blind, no hands, legs, whatever, yeah, and we deal with situations. And as I say, and as I know, and I've learned, you can't be talking and be open about it and be honest about it. Yeah,
1: and that's great. Trying to
0: come out with a story, trying to fit in something to suits you, or to fit in a lie to make a joke or something, you just tell the truth.
1: This is the way it is. That's this it, is the way it is. that's the best advice you could give. And uh, yeah. I think that's yeah. that's wonderful.
0: And I'm, I'm very grateful today love to get the chance to talk to you, Richard. And, nice. and
1: thank you for coming on again. And listen, the best of luck with the rehab on the knee and let me know who wins the walking competition.
0: I win and I, I tell you something I can tell you now. As regards my walk and I'm in there again tomorrow for two hours and, and, and I pass an hour and more, I will not give in. Don't give up. And, and I would say to anybody that's wearing an artificial leg or a hand, whatever, do not give in to it. It would come right to suit you. Do not give in to it. Fantastic. you'll be a new person mentally you'll be a new person apart from the walker and whatever you'll be a new person
1: great advice we we'll leave it at that and I think people should listen to that end bit there and, and, and take that on board and thank you so much and thank you so much again for coming on and spending the last 45 minutes with me and um, we'll be in touch okay thanks Martin mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of My Driving Force podcast and please remember to follow us on your favourite podcast platform and don't forget to spread the word to anyone you think might be interested in hearing more. If you're interested in finding out more about the Disabled Drivers Association and the services we offer, please visit our website on www.ddai.ie or if you'd like to contact me for any reason, please email me at podcast at ddai.ie Thanks again for listening and have a great day whatever you get up to.